I traveled through Siberia today. Did you? Yes. And then I ended up in this little Russian town mm -hmm. that borders China mm. called Spitsik mm. or something like that. What'd you go there for? Um, I, I've been watching Russian travel vlogs and like oh, Russian that. village girls. Like, you know, like oh, okay. as soon as the Russian village girl gets a vlog camera, she's a YouTuber now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mood. Which is a big move. That's <laughs> like literally, like literally any 15 no. year old now with a, with a phone no. is a YouTuber thinking, now. Like, like, like every girl... In the neighborhood, like, you know, like, I just was so related to yeah. these women. Yeah. And I was watching their vlogs because when boys do it, it's not as fun to me because Russian boys can be kind of annoying. Oh, okay. Let's and, go there for sure. <laughs> Let's just I mean, if stereotype if, the whole if, yeah, all Russian male men are annoying. species of one. No, obviously, cup. I am like one of my favorite people is a Russian man. Okay. Very obsessed with him. Right. But not um, maybe not for like the vlogging aspect. Yeah, but I would not watch him vlog. It would be horrible. Okay. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of, which, speaking of which, welcome to the podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. And this is our podcast where we talk about whatever we want. Sometimes spirituality, sometimes Jesus, sometimes tarot, sometimes astrology, sometimes the traveling through Siberia repressed childhood memories you know oh, I had some of those coming up recently that's for sure e yeah okay well do you care to elaborate on that? <laughs> <laughs> we just like blow past it We're like yeah me too we do <laughs> if I'm you, sure if you also share this podcast episode <laughs> the Voice most shared us your trauma. ever yeah. thank you oh my god we won't keep it confidential no let's start actually talking about our question that we gave people from last week i don't know if you remember that but um we asked people what makes them angry like mm -hmm. what makes you violent because last episode we talked a lot about me being angry mostly but yes. just like what makes us angry and how we deal with anger and things like that and mm -hmm. um i didn't get a whole ton of responses but the one person that like i really went back and forth with for a minute um said which is kind of an obvious one uh was like safety with children in cars it had to do specifically because of their like work or something that had to do with like them seeing certain things and safety and like mm -hmm. children aren't properly in car seats or if they're not in car seats at all and they should be like it just makes yes. them violent which i think we can all agree like mm -hmm. harm to children and animals yes. is just like an instant trigger to anger but maybe people Very, handle it differently the car it's funny that you are mentioning that yeah because it depends on where you are in the world. It's like car safety, obviously, yeah. is different everywhere. Exactly. It, in Texas, car safety is is at least 70% of you is in the car. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and like, so like growing up, as long as 70% of you is in the car, yeah. you're fine. Like You don't need to be buckled in necessarily. Or if you're riding in a pickup truck, yeah. that's free for all if you're sitting in the back going down the highway. Right. You know? So like, okay. it's just... That's so, so like, funny. I think... My, I wonder if that would have made her violent. Probably. Uh, makes me a little violent. The thing with, like, Metro Detroit, which is where I grew up, is, like, you will most likely see children in car seats. It's like, you know, every now and again, everywhere you go, you'll see a child on a, on a lap in the front seat, which is just absolutely unacceptable. But for mm -hmm. the most part, I think um, people keep their kids in car seats. However, there's a lot of, like... I'm running into the store. I'm going to leave you in the car. Mm. Metro Detroit, which is absolutely not okay. There's a whole lot of yeah. like, um, 
I'm clearly in a parking lot doing a drug deal with my children in the back seat with a sticker oh that says like baby on board, but like I'm getting my fucking hook up and like, you know what I mean? Uh, so, I mean, listen, um, sometimes you need to buy what, weed. Exactly. I get it. And you know what? More mood. power to you, dude. <laughs> but like, it's just, I feel like, it's not like listen, this, ladies, if yeah. you're, <laughs> if you're bringing your baby on board to the drug deal, yeah. I'd say it's okay to leave them in the car at that point. <laughs> We're so okay. Anyway, is that controversial? Maybe. <laughs> you know, and you know what they have in Michigan now is not that I like know. No. Uh, actually, I definitely so know. Anybody... I definitely know. Hold on, they actually have a f- like fucking companies that you call them and they will literally deliver whatever you want to to your house. That's legal, you know, which is uh, like edibles and like straight up bud uh, wax, like. They will bring it to your home. Do you know what I'm up? I had to do for a dime bag back in the day. I'm just saying. Not, not that I know. You were like not George Washington know. crossing the Delaware. Literally. <laughs> it was. Uh, anyways, not that we should be promoting anything no. like that. But you know what? Responsibly, if you're an adult and you know what you're doing and you can handle yourself and you mm-hmm. use it, it's a could be beneficial to you. But um, anyways, how was your weekend? Was it a weekend it that we just had? It literally is Monday. Is it- <laughs> how did I know when I thought to ask you that you're going to be like, wait, wait a minute, wait. what? You know what? We, you and I kind of were laughing about this. I feel like a lot of our listeners are at least our age or older. Not too many people younger than us. Uh, if they are younger, they're not by like... Uh, yeah like not by a huge wild amount. margin yeah so no. like i feel like if you were our age and at all played video games and you'd be familiar with kingdom hearts <laughs> so i got kingdom hearts uh which That's was originally true. a ps2 okay. game and i got it on the ps4 and uh it's really uh, you know how like sometimes it's an experience you know how sometimes you go back to like a childhood memory uh-huh. like you'll buy something again even Crocs. if it's exact it's oh Not it crossed. sucked yeah. you know like oh my god this i liked this mm-hmm. this really was no good this is one of those moments where i was like wow this really was as good as i remember yep. like i'm really loving it yeah and so that was good i really there was a there was a game similar to i mean i played kingdom hearts as well and i loved it i was like obsessed i just think it was so fun it was like beautiful the visuals i really liked that each island was totally different but it was still the same like it mm-hmm. was a very nice gemini thing like yeah. there was a storyline throughout the whole thing but you, you kept could jump it. around if yeah, you, you could jump around and keep it fresh um there was a playstation game called croc that wasn't super popular and they were like the gobos and they were like i loved this game i loved it if i could play it again i would i feel like everyone from around our age if you played video games knows like the stereotypical crash bandicoot spyro maybe jack and or jack, jack and, and daxter. daxter whatever it was all um those. all of those like same halo. sort of halo yeah that got a little bit more in like the hetero male side but you know you never <laughs> you know, know. you never know okay, <laughs> right, ladies <laughs> where the men at <laughs> but um yeah but croc was like on a little bit less popular i feel like there's gotta be someone that knows croc like a croc pot no it was like a little crocodile and he ran around trying to save these like little fuzzy i think they were called gobos and there was like these little evil troll things and you had to like 
you know, it was just like any other like spiral or crash bandicoot hmm. or whatever. Like I gotta say, I, I legitimately have no idea. Loved that game. And if I played it now, I would probably be disappointed. But just being able to like experience the nostalgia of it again. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So Do you know who Allison Stoner is? Yeah. She is the voice of Kyrie in Kingdom Hearts. Did you know Excuse that? Excuse me? Yes. Wait, really? Yes. Did How you know, did you find that out? Did you know Hayden Panettiere is one of the voice actors in Kingdom Hearts? Did I can you... believe that. She was like... She was everywhere. Yeah, she was everywhere. Uh, I can see uh, that. One of the, the other Panettiere was a voice actor. Another one of them. There's whatever. always like three or four there's, running yeah, around at any given like time. All just like if you look... Blonde, I, I was just like interested because Kyrie's voice sounded really familiar to me. And I was like, oh, now that I'm grown up, this voice... Sounds really familiar to me. Who was this? What the fuck? It was Allison Stoner. I did Stoner. not know that. Anyways, let's move on for people who don't know what the fuck <laughs> that game is. Okay. So, we've been doing a lot lately. And uh, we have to be sort of vague about why. <laughs> because I don't think we're ready to talk about it yet. But either way, motivation is a big thing that has been, mm-hmm. I think, avoided in the whole last year. Because... Yeah. Even if we're talking about it, I feel like everyone's talking about it slightly off key because there's this like motivation just to literally not just spiral. Yeah, just to sit in your own cesspool (laughs) and just you know play Uh Kingdom Hearts all day or Call of Duty if you're me, the hetero male in the house. You know uh, what I mean? Whatever. But like we always say this, we have we have been really lucky this whole pandemic because Absolutely. we've had each other. Yes, we've had. Obviously, I still go to work, so yep. I'm not shut in. No, um, you know, I we've mean, just been I, lucky. Yeah, and I've been able to keep my job even though we came down here and my career was like that. Mm-hmm. That aspect was taken away. I was still able to keep my job at the gallery that I had before, and we've I had can work beautiful from home. weather. Like. We basically have just, you know, Thrived yeah, we, were, we, yeah, literally. Um, and there were some really, really, really awful things that happened to mm-hmm. a lot of people, and especially, you know, George and I, in particular, with our friend mm-hmm. passing away, and you know, just a lot of like opportunities that seemed to be like snatched before we even got to hold them in our hands. But it also seemed like it opened up other doors. However. I do think that I have struggled, I don't know if you have personally, with um, very high highs and low lows of motivation. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I think in general in my life that's pretty valid, but Uh especially in the last year and through quarantine and, like, the restrictions of being able to go and do things everywhere and then also, Mm -hmm. like, the guilt that you have with just, like, being in your house yeah you know you feel like you need to do things and you also feel like you deserve to just chill yeah um and that could be like a psychological battle Mm -hmm. um however we've had kind of some instances lately where we've had to like be motivated whether we like it or not you know what i mean (laughs) so that's what's leading me today to talk about the topic of motivation Especially, especially because there's a transit happening right now with Mars. The planet of Mars is in the sign of Taurus. Is it? Um, How long? And, well, I don't know how long it's been there. Just recently entered, but I didn't write down the dates. Um, Within the last month or... I don't know. What day is it? (laughs) Like, where are we? I actually don't know what day it is. Literally, what day is it? I didn't write down the dates. It doesn't matter about the timing. 
in this conversation. But Uranus, the planet of Uranus, and the planet of Mars are both in the signs of Taurus. Mm. Taurus is very slow moving. It's a very grounded. It wants you to take root. It wants you to take a look at the physical things, finances, the body, relationships, commitments. Um, It's ruled by the planet Venus. These are all very like earthly, grounded, uh, connected, secure, um, comfortable things. Mm -hmm. And the sign of Mars is like literally the shotgun to a foot race. So it's very contradictory in some aspects. And another, it's very helpful because it can really light a fire underneath some of the things that you've been trying to do and kind of commit to or to kind of sink your teeth into further. And then this fucking Uranus planet has been um, in the sign of Taurus for some time now. And um, I just think the combination between Mars and Uranus is very unique. So Mm -hmm. they're right next to each other in the same sign. And me personally, uh, it's conjuncting, which just means that it's in the same sign in the same sort of degrees. For the listeners, I won't overcomplicate it that don't know astrology. My moon sign is in Taurus. So these planets in the sky, Mars and Uranus in Taurus, means that they're affecting my moon in a specific way. And I have found this like... Is this where the highs and lows are coming in? I really think that specifically right now i'm finding that i am having a massive hormonal <laughs> shift of like like you know i track i'm a female i track my cycle and i'm pretty like spot on i'm i've always been pretty like to the date of like when things happen to me and mm-hmm. i just feel like when i'm supposed to be hormonal i'm like fine and then when i'm not i'm like raging which is part of the reason why we had last week's episode However, the Mars aspect in Taurus is what's really thinking me into the motivation as well about how how Mars can be used as a motivational um, kind of like a key to look into your chart. What what sign is your Mars in? My Mars is in Venus. Venus. Oh, my, I'm sorry. My Mars is in Cancer. Cancer. Whoa. My Mercury and my Venus are in Libra. Your Mars is, Mars in, is in Cancer. Oh my god. We've talked about this. It, it, it explains we need a to lot. Get, we need to get you like cooking bacon. I feel like you might like That's it. That's my worst than, nightmare. Remember? I feel like you might like it more than you think if you just learn. I force yourself. Okay, okay. This is where the Virgo and the Libra comes yeah, in. Yeah, okay. I love cooking. Yeah, I know. For myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to cook for other people. Yeah, cook it's, for it's, yourself. It's not even that I love cooking for myself. It's that uh, okay when I'm cooking. You love feeding yourself. I oh. Oh, uh, do you like nurturing yourself with food? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is different. Oh my god. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. I need to go, go journal my... now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Go ahead. Um, okay, but anyways, I was wondering what makes you naturally like what what naturally motivates you what are things in your life that you feel like without trying that you feel motivated by or that motivates you and I was wondering if you found any connections to that and maybe your Mars in cancer or you don't even have to think about Mars Mm -hmm. in cancer just like what naturally motivates you um well that's a good question um (laughs) So things that naturally motivate me, uh, I'm really motivated by foreign languages naturally. 
mm-hmm. when I hear people speaking foreign languages, when I see clips of people speaking other languages, when I watch my favorite like polyglot YouTubers and stuff. It motivates you or it, it motivates inspires me. you? No, like as soon as I see it, so I'm like... So what does it motivate you to do? It like motivates, learn languages? Ma- yeah, it motivates me to like while they're talking yeah. to like open up one of my language textbooks oh, and just... okay. Like right then and there, like while they're doing their thing, I just, it instantly motivates me to actually start because a lot of what they say is like, if you're watching this, go ahead and pick up your book while you're watching this, you know, because language learning is, uh, you know, like we've talked about this, a lifetime thing. Yeah. Just like, you know, anything that we talk about. Especially because languages change over time too. Languages change over time. Uh, there's an infinite way to combine words, yeah. idioms. Like even you and I, as native English speakers, mm-hmm. will never conquer English. Yeah, you know they're always exactly. So it's like, just, yeah, and like just talking about it motivates me, and like mm-hmm. it really inspires me. And uh, I like things that are unconquerable, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I like these huge picture things. Yeah, and I like to get a grasp of them, and like that motivates me. So is it just the videos, or is it like? like audiobooks too uh, it, or like is it more visual the videos just ha- are the most common occurrence you yeah. know so i wouldn't say that's like my primary one or anything but i would just say that's probably like the easiest example because it every, i can think of myself being motivated by them right now yeah but <clears throat> like i said when i talk to my friends that are foreign <laughs> like I just get really motivated. Okay, like so I, you, if you just like even talk just communicating, communicating, communicating with people, especially people that are really close to me. So I wonder if that's Mars and Cancer, mm. like t- uh, talking to my friend, yeah, from Ukraine, yeah. and like I, and hearing his adorable little accent, yeah, and like learning about Ukraine, mm-hmm. and like it, it motivates me to remember that there's a world bigger than the one that I know. There's a bigger culture yeah, than the cute. one that I know, and. Uh, it, it makes me feel, you know, I'm starting to see this cancer link a little bit. Yeah. It makes me feel familial mm-hmm. with these people that are yeah. different from me. I love and it motivates that. me to go out there and kind of go get it. I love that. So, like, what about you? <laughs> you know, what's funny is YouTube is sort of my answer for that as well. Like, I wasn't going to rein it into something specific like that. Um, but when I watch other people make art or even just like package Etsy orders. I feel mm-hmm. super inspired. Even if it's not to make my own art, it just feels like when I'm watching somebody else make art, it like unlocks something that like takes the pressure off of the motivation for me and it just it just makes it like feel again, maybe that word familial familial mm-hmm. like but see, my Mars is in Pisces, so um, I'm very inspired by the idea of using the subconscious and connecting it to something physical. I have like double Earth, Grand Earth trine in my chart. If no one knows what I'm talking about, I'm so sorry. You but can like, this Google is those just words. yeah, I'm really sorry. I, I think about that all the time, like that you sort of know mostly what I'm talking about with astrology, and if not, like you can figure it out as i'm talking i think our listeners are pretty adept if they don't know they know to pause it google it come back okay cool i sometimes forget and then i remember like as i'm talking about like someone's dming me like how do i learn astrology i'm really <laughs> interested in it i'm like fuck like this whole episode like people just listen and they might literally sometimes not know what you I'm have about. to learn through immersion 
right learned that with languages okay. you just exactly. got you got to jump in ahead of I your skill i love that all right everybody pick up your book <laughs> um, we're talking about my mars and pisces um yeah i feel like mars and pisces is almost one of the sure fire ways to know somebody's going to be either in the arts field or um they're going to be really influenced by artistic things especially when it comes to like like I wouldn't say spirituality is the right word for that, but like using the subconscious, mm-hmm. um, Pisces is very like dreams and uh, uh, the worlds beyond. And if you can take that and put it into action, that's art. Um, one of the ways, or music, uh, it's another one, another thing. So when I'm watching, so I I use YouTube a lot. I love watching, and if anybody has recommendations please send them my way i love watching people like lee ellickson um holly exley these all sound like porn stars i swear they're not they're artists on youtube because i can recommend some porn stars as well but like um yeah there's uh, i'm trying to think of what other artists oh my god i can't remember her name she's so cute she just blew up i showed you her she's like got Mm -hmm. like long hair and she has like a little studio and she's like really petite um she's so relatable oh my god she makes this art and she's just just so so cute and petite in my studio too right i can't remember her name i'm so sorry if you guys remind me and dm me maybe i'll mention her but i just that's honestly my favorite content even when i'm like what about outside of youtube for us i know because honestly youtube is one of my biggest motivations Um, and distractions it absolutely is it's like a uh, what's it called the double-edged sword it really is in my mind i was like a flask with two ends (laughs) like (laughs) like, that doesn't make any sense it's a straw (laughs) you can enter both ways um yeah Uh. like if i want if i want to learn how to cook like if i want to be like a better cook if i just watch cooking videos i'm inspired to cook yes you know i'm a very visual Mm. motivated person it's hot in here oh okay sure so how do you motivate yourself? Try not to answer the same thing like watching YouTube. Yeah, so like if I, like let's say the internet was down and I had to motivate myself to do something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, let's see. I, I, I'm a bit self-driven, so it's not like I really need necessarily. Mm-hmm something to activate me like if i decide i'm going to do something Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily need motivation i will just start doing it okay that makes sense how about great great answer no right or wrong obviously but how Mm -hmm. about a scenario in which you have to do something and -hmm. you don't want to do it how do you motivate yourself to do it mope and complain my way through it um but how do i start how do i start that's a good question if you don't know you don't know like I said, uh, it's there's just not that much to it for me because I'm kind of simple-minded. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, if do you I, like use like reward systems, or do you just like, like? So my reward is always for myself. If you get it done now, mm-hmm. you can rest later. And I'm always like rest. <laughs> That's what cancer, Mama wants. Yeah, right? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. So I found this 
article who am i right who are literally, you from the positivity blog.com wait are you gonna write this down this day this momentous occasion is is this your first Look, article you were busy i'm literally just busy. trying to take over what you were little, doing i like, just am feeling well robbed i'm trying i'm trying to like keep the same format like oh, I, okay. I had other plans but i thought maybe we could transition I'm good loving this so 27 smart and simple ways to motivate yourself by henrik edberg um, this was actually written in August of 2020, and mm. some of these are, like, really basic and kind of annoying, but I thought it'd be interesting to talk about what you think about some of these, like, smart and simple ways to motivate yourself. And one of them, the first one is the one that you said, like, just get started and let the motivation catch up with you. So it's Inspiration like, has to find you working, people. Exactly, Picasso like, said that. Exactly. Like, I feel like people, and that one actually made me think the most out of this list, like that that people f i think myself included feel like you have to have motivation to do something it's not and true and that's not true you just do it and you're either going to be motivated by it or you're still just going to do it you know i it helps that i literally do manual labor just for a living do it. and because i do manual labor trust me like when i clock in my manager's not like, okay, everyone, has everyone found their inspiration, you know? <laughs> Is everybody motivated? <laughs> like, no. Should we do a couple of positive affirmations? <laughs> so, yeah, no. Strike up some gratitude journaling to get the ball rolling? I wouldn't say that I'm lucky, but I would say that, <clears throat> you know, your work life influ influences, like, your home life. And that work, when I clock in, in order to make money to survive, mm -hmm. doesn't matter if I'm motivated. I... I what about I've for what about for the people who don't work? What about for the people so like maybe people who don't work as like full time parents or obviously parenting is a job, yeah. right? So uh, no one wants to change a diaper, but if you don't change the diaper, then something bad will happen. Surely, I'm not 100 percent sure, but <laughs> surely. What happens when you don't change your diaper? <laughs> <laughs> not good. All right, so the second one is start small. If big leads you to procrastinating, what? <laughs> Let's read the little bit. It says, if a project or task feels too big and daunting, don't let that lead you into procrastination. Instead, break it down into small steps, mm. just like setting up your blog or cleaning for five minutes, and then take just one of them to start moving forward. You know what I think is... But, like, that's not how I work. So I'm like, go big, I'm, go home. I'm so like... I'm like that a little bit. Like when it... So like my room is not very big, Right. And so, like, whenever I'm... She's a boxcar Whenever child. I'm going through stuff or whatever, like, let's say I have, like, this huge idea. Like, I'm going to go through all my stuff, mm -hmm. right? I like to put my stuff into piles. Yeah. And just tiny little piles. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I pick through my little piles. Mm -hmm. Downsize, downsize. Because mm -hmm. I'm just always downsizing. Uh -huh. Just always downsizing. I love that for you. You, just, like, love that about yourself, I'm just so too. <laughs> I'm so minimalist. I'm just, like, okay. everyone wants to be me. <laughs> So yeah, I totally, okay. I totally resonate with that. Just okay. break it up into small piles. People, piles are key. Uh -huh. I, I love piles. I don't know what about me is that. I'm gonna go big or go home. I always like the idea and the concept of like doing a little bit at a time or like doing little every day. But I just, I feel like my attention span would be better fit for that. But for whatever reason, 
I'm like, I have to be all or nothing and I have to like, try. I, I, I don't know. Like it's not healthy actually no. because it doesn't ever work out that way. But my mindset feels like I should just get everything done all at once. Like, you know me, I don't just clean the living room. Like if I'm going to clean, I'm going to clean the whole house, which is not ideal, but no. it's just for some reason the way that I've always done it. And I, I don't know. Anyways. What if next time you clean everything, just clean one room? Oh and then God, that's that, all you could do. Yeah, but then once I... I know other people out there literally just cringed at that too because once you start cleaning one room... Stop. You're like, okay, but everything is so disgusting now that I can't <laughs> fathom to go to sleep without literally cleaning every inch of the house. Which, you know... Yeah. Then I procrastinate on cleaning because I think, oh my God, if I don't have three hours of span of time to literally like get on my hands and knees and like you know toothbrush the floorboards then what's the point <laughs> like mm -hmm. i don't know it's very toxic anyways moving on start tiny if a small step leads you to procrastination that's literally the same thing Move we're on. skipping that reduce the daily distractions okay we do that what do we do um i literally only have five shirts that's what is your shirts distracting you from? I mean, like, that's an example. Like, you eliminate daily decisions. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That... Okay, okay, okay. But it's distractions, not decisions. Let me read the little thing. But, oh, I, okay, but it's, okay. I, that's a good thing still. When you have easily accessible distractions all around you, then it becomes hard to focus. So shut the door to your office, put your phone in silent mode at the other mm. end of your workspace or home and use an extension for your browser like stay focused to keep you keep yourself on track i feel like this is a good idea in general but to implement it is like literally so annoying mm -hmm. <laughs> um i've used the stay focused app and it is embarrassing <laughs> how literally my brain it's not even the fact that like Okay, this is, like, really, like, exposing, I guess. But, like, super ADD, right? Like, mm -hmm. I will put a stay-focused timer on my phone, which basically I will block my apps. Do you override apps. it? No, I literally will do it and a minute later pick up my phone to open my app and forget that I had the stay-focused. Like, less than a minute. Less than a fucking minute. I will forget, open my phone to check something. To no, I'm like embarrassed and I'm like angry that I couldn't even stay one focused for a minute without having to grab my phone because it just shows like how attached I am to not necessarily like doom scrolling on social media, but just like the need to use it for certain things. And also just my lack of attention like very much need to see something about that because that's getting worse as i get older anyways let's move on mm -hmm. um because there's 27 so i might skip some of these bullshit ones yeah skip the bullshit and accountability from people in your life yeah right uh, okay, yeah, um no. get motivation from the people in your life that's uh, literally the same thing get motivation from people you don't know in your uh, fucking dreams okay. play music that gives you energy now that's an interesting one for us because we have different approaches to yes this. we definitely do your music literally puts me to sleep and it motivates me <laughs> taurus moon taurus moon. i just i don't see how you can listen to that and not need a nap immediately taurus moon i'm telling you all my Taurus moon babies out there, you go ahead and you fucking message me and tell me how jazz motivates you. Like my friend Carly tell me will listen to like or the, Taurus in the general. dreamiest music yeah. and she's just like 
pumped. Yes. And I'm literally falling asleep at the wheel. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I I I have a rainy day rainy day love playlist and it will literally lull the rest of the signs to sleep. But if you have major tourist placements, we will be ready to, you know, at least I don't know, stay up and braid each other's hair, like, at minimum. You know what I mean? I like to listen to, like, 120 beats per minute. Like... <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I like, like Lindsay Lohan fun. remixes. No, no, your, your music is fun and energizing. It makes me happy for literally 10 minutes. And then I want to just end it all. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> like... <laughs> like I'm all good and like three throwback songs. I'm like, oh my god, yes, I love, I remember this song. Oh my god, the memories. And my then if I hear one more Carly Rae Jepsen song, I'm literally those gonna songs are just so good. <laughs> they make me feel um, so good. You know, and then you hit me with like the Shania, and I'm like, man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> my god. music playlist is so disgustingly non-cohesive. <laughs> <laughs> But I would say, but do you use music to give you energy? Yes, but for me, it does not work. Okay, what What do you mean? Like, okay. Do you feel like you just force it? Or? So, like, let's say I am going on one of my famous runs. Because, you know, I'm a runner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's say uh, I'm putting on, like, a really fast-paced song. Uh-huh. It makes me tired, ironically, in those situations oh. where I want to be motivated. Like it, it burns you out quicker? Yes. I've, I've read that, like, if you listen to, like, a slower song while you're running, it, oh. it lowers your... Do you want my playlist? No, it lowers <laughs> your heart rate. Yeah, you want my playlist? But it stresses me out. So I, I found audiobooks. And, you know, it depends. Okay. Because <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, so I went on a two-mile walk today with Phoebe, so, like, I'm skinny (laughs) now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I started off listening to just, like, I have this witch rock playlist, which is just a bunch of, like, classic rock and, like, Fleetwood Mac and also, like, the Miley Cyrus covers that she's killing nowadays. Um, And I was listening to, like, three or four songs, feeling it, loving it, foreigner, like, whatever. Like, just, we're, we're grooving, we're moving. And then about four songs in, I was, like, looking around, like, all right, I'm fucking, I can't, no gotta do something else what, yeah, what am i doing and i actually put on a video from youtube from michelle b it's m-u-c-h-e-l-l-e-b she has like the strongest australian accent which is cute sometimes and also another i'm like oh no motivation um, but she's, she does a lot of like lifestyle productivity. Um, it's her whole channel. If you know her, she's very Is aesthetic like and neutral. It's, it's less li- lifestyle. Those more productivity so, like, girls mm-hmm. terrify me. Yeah, exactly. They're scary. They hit different for sure. <laughs> but listening, I, and so I like, I don't listen to her all the time, but I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I could listen to Do her. Do you feel like just a worm after you watch people like that? Because I do. Walking and listening to it and not visually taking it in and just visually taking out oh, in the outside was a different thing. I feel very overwhelmed when I'm watching and listening to those types of videos. Because um, I'm like, okay, well, you're trying to motivate me and I'm literally just sitting here watching you. So I need to turn you off. But like I'm doing something while listening to it, it was very helpful. Anyways, let's move on. 
Mm, find the optimism. Eh, okay. Be kind to yourself when you stumble. Oh, okay. Be constructive about the failures. That's literally the same thing. Okay. You could have just said the top 15 things. I know, thing. right? Why'd you have to make 27? That's because the it's boss literally said make an article with 27 things. Uh, remind yourself of why you're working towards this. That actually is very helpful. Mm, that one is What's helpful. the intention? What's the why? Why are you doing it? When you take a look at your to-do list and you have 20 things and you ask yourself why you need to get each of those 20 things done and if it's not good enough or if it doesn't seem as immediate as you initially thought when you wrote it down, that's a really good way to kind of cut some things off or make separate to-do lists for like what needs to get done today and what needs to get done maybe this week or just in general mm. um yeah do you do, do you write to-do lists for yourself i am not a to-do list person on paper or mm -hmm. anything like that i obviously i am a virgo so i have like a built-in to-do list okay in my brain the, yeah. but my brain is organized in to-do lists but i don't have a to-do list mm. i can't really explain it yeah um like i am literally a to-do list with a body okay <laughs> And arms and legs. Yeah. So love that for you. But, but speaking it, of speaking lists, of lists. Um, I'm gonna list our supporters. I wanna take this time to shout out the people who support this podcast each week, each month. Um, right now our supporters are Rebecca PK, Kate B, SG, Lisa P, Dorothy E, Karen R, Stacy, Jennifer L, Alyssa S, Jesse H, Amy F. Phil K, Lindsay M, Teresa D, Dominic B, Julie C, David B, oh my gosh, Melanie W, uh, oh my gosh, I think I might have missed some people, I think I read an old list, hold on, Heather H, um, um, Oh my gosh, if I missed one of your names, I'm so sorry. I think I got everyone. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. If you would like to support this podcast, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. You can support for $10 a month. Uh, you can support for even just a dollar a month. Uh, you can click the link in the description box of whatever platform you're listening to this on. Uh, or if you can't support financially, you can share this podcast or rate it on uh google podcast right is that what it is you apple rate, rate it on google rate it on apple, apple five, stars, five stars no less baby um yeah sharing is such a wonderful way for you to help us get exposure mm -hmm. um and to recommend it to friends and things like that is really really helpful put it in you your can. witchy facebook groups people yeah mention it in your top faves for the month or something like that we would really really appreciate it and we sincerely appreciate those of you who are on that list and the ones that i might have forgotten on the list <laughs> Speaking of we lists, appreciate 99%. let's back to the list of what these things. I think I'm just going to read two more. I'm just going to randomly, randomly, let's see. Really? Well, please pick a good one. Okay, Um, do a little research before you get started. Forget mm. that. Reward, reward <laughs> yourself and celebrate your successes. Woo! What's your biggest reward motivation? <laughs> so, okay, you know what? Because we, we kind of were talking about this a few minutes ago, okay. and I was like, mm -hmm, but now I'm starting to see. If I've really accomplished something major, mm -hmm. like if something huge has happened uh -huh. to me, like a momentous occasion, uh -huh. I don't want to crack open a champagne bottle. No. I don't want to cook pasta. a feast. I oh. don't want pasta. Okay, I, I don't <laughs> I don't want to like buy a video game. No. Uh -huh. I want to go to Barnes and Noble. Okay. And I want to buy whatever book I want. Okay. 
All right. I love that. I love yeah. that. I don't ever have a problem with feeling like I can't have whatever book I want. So it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like a treat to me because I look like if I want it, I'll just get it. But I do. I understand. want it. <laughs> yeah, I get I it. Gotta. <laughs> but for some reason, I do have like guilt surrounding like a nice meal out so to Mm. me like treating myself with food Taurus moon again um feels like i can justify like let's go or let's order like a nice meal or like let's spend extra because we're celebrating like food to me seems like i should be more conscious of the price of it but when i'm like celebrating there's Mm -hmm. like no ends to it like let's have the cocktails and the and the you know whatever desserts we want if we're out celebrating treat yourself is very food motivated for me Mm -hmm. um whereas like if i want a fucking book i'll just buy a book but maybe you have more like i wouldn't say my book my book collection is so small technically That like when I add a new one to uh-huh. the collection, it's like a it's like joining the family. Yeah, you know, like you can't see, but you I, can't I, just join. But see, <laughs> when I buy a book, if I'm buying a hardcover, I'm buying it because I'm pretty sure it's gonna stay. Mm-hmm. And I, I do, and if I don't like it, I pass it along. And yeah. even if I do like it, and I might say, okay, I really like it, I want to keep it for a little bit, but I'll pass it on. Like. I, it's I, hard for me to pass things on because I'm still so confused about how to mail things. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how to help you with that. <laughs> okay. I get so lost and confused at the post office. Yeah. So exercise. Working out doesn't just affect your body. I find that 20 to 30 minutes of lifting free weights releases inner tension and stress and makes me feel more focused once again. That makes what me roll my eyes. literally <laughs> you're trying to get motivated about exercise? And you know what I mean? That doesn't work, Henrik. <laughs> it's always Henrik. Um, but do you find that like movement and exercise motivates you? It does motivate To do other things? It, it's, like, it, it's ironic, though, because sometimes you need motivation to start yeah. in order to do that. But I find, like, it, I do find it to be true because if I'm working hard all day and yeah. like I'm exhausted and I come home and I still decide to go on a run, uh-huh. it's because I have that momentum from already working. I okay. already have those endorphins. What would you say to those people who don't do that again, who don't work? I th- like, like I said, I understand that yeah. when you have no motivation to do something, yeah. that it literally feels impossible. But like... Coming from me, I cannot explain to you how much person listening to this, I understand. But if you just put the shoes on, close the door behind you, look at a tree down your vision, and Uh then walk to it, while you're walking there, eventually, you're going to get a little pep in your step. Yeah. And, like, I just feel like... Oh, my God. Coming to you from Olympic runner Skylar. You know what I've also found? Putting shoes on. Like, once... I wear shoes in the house constantly. I know. So, like, once my shoelaces are tied, uh, that's it. Yeah. Whatever I'm about to have done. Like, once the the knot is tied, I didn't even realize the symbology of this. Once my little double ear knot is tied okay. it's Land done plane. yeah it's, no it's done <laughs> yeah, it's done it's over i'm it's motivated over. It's, i'm motivated um get yourself some i actually just shoes. started an audible book called no sweat and which is like big mood but um i can't relate actually uh i literally get like sweaty like getting up from bed to go to the bathroom in the morning i'm like oh i'm already sweating <laughs> Um, but it's basically a book about motivating yourself and exercising without the quote unquote needing to like 
get a Peloton and like have beads of sweat all over the floor underneath you to just like moving your body. Just, yeah, it's just the idea. I mean, I'm not that far in. I just started today and I'm only like I'm three minutes and in. literally like <laughs> a half hour in. She's just talking about like why this method works and not yet like what it's about. But it's mm. like basically hinting towards, you know, movement, like like asking yourself how much movement do you think is good movement a day and what kinds of way do you think is the best movement and then seeing how you just naturally implement it anyways just the concept about you don't even have to run to feel like you're getting exercise especially if you're like let's say a stay-at-home parent Mm -hmm. you could literally just do things like laying on your back and lifting a kid up and down and like see it as movement and exercise while interacting with your kids definitely is if you've ever held a baby especially if they're like 10 (laughs) like come here over just bench press you I have really fond memories of my dad bench pressing me when yeah. I was really little. Okay, I'm done with that, like, 27 thing. But how do you motivate others? So, I was a manager of a yogurt shop when I was, like... Oh, my like, God, you're so gay. When I was from, like, from the age of, like, 20 to 23. Stop. Hi, I'm Skylar. And I'm I was the manager of a yogurt shop. Yogurt shop when I was in my early 20s. I was in my early 20s and I was like literally the cutest little gay you've ever seen. <laughs> manager at a yogurt shop? I wore the cutest white polo. Of with, course you did. With a pink like swirl hat, like a yogurt swirl on my hat. <laughs> I was so fucking cute. Oh my and god, I, was, I need a picture I was so of that. teeny. I was just like the cutest little thing, yeah. like swirling my yogurt. So and so anyways, cute. I had a little team of 13 high school girls, right? And it was just us. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever had to motivate 16-year-old girls that literally work six hours a week for $8 an hour. <laughs> But it's not easy. Because... No, especially when they all sync up. It's yeah, like, especially... but um, I, uh, you know what? And I'm starting to see some Mars and Cancer stuff. I uh-huh. made it. I just remember. To me, it feels fun mm-hmm. when it feels like everybody has uh, a role and that they know that they're important and yeah. that if you're doing something and you feel like there's no point, then it's it's potentially true. There's no point. Yeah, but. Sometimes it takes someone coming in to like let you know that like there really is a point to what you're doing. Yeah, and it is important. I and I recognize that importance and just making people feel really seen and making people feel and also once you're seen, there's that accountability level. Like okay, this mm-hmm. person sees the role that I have. They think that it's important. Yeah. Uh, I just find it it's it's motivating to people. Yeah. And uh, and you know and just like comp not compliments, but like I'm I'm the type of person to be like. You did really great. Yeah, you know that's uh, why we're friends because I need a lot of validation, and you give it validation. to me. Validation, and I'm and I'm not huge on criticism. Obviously, I would give I it. I am, but so. I just you know it depends on the work on the environment where yeah. criticism is helpful. Criticizing teenage girls in a yogurt shop is Absolutely really not, not helpful. No, that's <laughs> so, not the like, place. That's just not the place Read to develop the room, that skill, Skylar. You know? <laughs> young gay manager at a fucking so, yogurt yeah, shop. I, I just find, like, I didn't realize the way that Mars and Cancer has really played a role. Yeah, I really like looking at the Mars placements and the houses, um, if you mm. have your chart and you know what house it's in. It really says a lot about what motivates you and what gets you angry, what are you passionate about, 
what are a lot of a lot of hobbies can be found um, by taking a look at Mars. I wouldn't say necessarily what your career is, but often depending on the rest of your chart, it can be influenced or connected to it. Um, but uh, it's definitely, especially if you're someone who like is very um, goal oriented with having a career in the thing that you like to do because not everybody is some people are like no these are my hobbies and this is how I make my money so um so that doesn't necessarily line up but I think you and I are at least wanting to have careers in the things that motivate us mm-hmm. um but yeah I just think it's really interesting I've always loved that my Mars was in Pisces not particularly the my favorite placement uh in my I chart hate it. but it's yeah it's it has its pros and cons Again, maybe this is too much terminology, but the planet Mars is my most malefic planet in my chart. So I think that there is worse placements for it, but I also, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I like it. Anyways, um, I, well, I was going to say what, what, how I best motivate others. And this has changed throughout my life. Honestly, if I want to motivate someone to do it, I do that thing. And I don't talk to them about it. Um, I might just talk about why I like that thing. So I found this specifically helpful when it comes to like health and what I'm eating. Like when I, let's say I want George to start eating healthier. Like I want to motivate him to eat healthier. The best way that I have found to motivate him is from me eating healthier. And from him just being around me and seeing me mm-hmm. and seeing how good I feel, seeing me make good choices for myself. This was very um, apparent when the kids lived with us more. Um, they're like grown, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. 16 and 18. So they're like never home anyways, but uh, they live with their mom. But I saw a lot of things like better choices for others that I wanted them to be motivated on. And instead of me telling them to do those things, if I just did it and was around them and kind of kind of like celebrated my love and happiness for mm-hmm. doing the thing I wanted them to, mo- to be motivated on, that worked the best. And maybe it's because I really rooted into, like, you can't change another person. You can motivate and inspire other people. But for whatever reason, like, me trying to do it verbally was never um, was never as helpful as, like, me just embracing the thing I was trying to motivate people on. Um, I'm trying to think of another example, but that was, like, the first one that came to mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I remember when I was doing like Whole30 and going vegan, like I never once tried to convince you to do those things that I can remember. Maybe I did a little bit in the beginning because I didn't really understand. I was still Mm -hmm. learning like do and then they'll catch up. But I do think that naturally you might have gravitated to it because you saw me like feeling good. You know what I mean? And so... I don't know if you would have come on to it more if I would have been like, oh my God, do it, do mm-hmm. it, do it, do it. I think it. I, like, at that point in my life, I was definitely looking for a change yeah, already. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I see someone making a change. Right. I'm 
why not? Yeah. And then... I think if you would have asked me, like, should I do it? I might have been like, yeah, yeah, totally. But it's not like you out of nowhere didn't want to do it and didn't and didn't show interest. And I was, like, pushing you to, like, go vegan or whatever. It just, like... It, that I, that I think, single Whole30 yeah. literally changed my diet forever. Me too. Like, me too. obviously, it's not anywhere near Whole30. But it's not like, the same as Whole30. But yeah. it definitely changed our mindsets about food. Um, mm. whether we still hold that yeah. value or not, but like I think it definitely. Changes. But just like things that vanished from getting, my life, yeah, we're like definitely dairy. Getting, or, oh, absolutely. Um, um no like, shame, no nothing. If you eat whatever, like absolutely, literally, I just found you do you that for my body. Yeah, it was dairy was, was causing not good me, for me inflammation and giving me rashes. Yeah, you know, and dairy like, did not do good for my digestion, <laughs> sis. Let me tell you. You know, I, I and if you've never had a lactose intolerance test, you should go get one. Yeah. And then if you're going to continue to eat dairy, get lactose pills. Your life will improve so much. Yeah. Trust us. Um, anyways, yeah, I think motivating others was is always more successful for me. Because in theory, I'd love to motivate people by telling them, like, you're doing a great job. This is for a good purpose. You'll be, you know, like, giving mm-hmm. them, like, verbal validation. You have to be the right person to exactly. be giving that message. If I try to do that to George, he will absolutely get pissed and, and rebel. <laughs> he, like, gets angry at verbal, like, re- and reinforcement or, like, not reinforcement, See, re- like what am I trying to say? Like, when him and I were working on a project, yeah. like, a day or two ago, yeah. that's ex- like, now that I think about it, that's exactly what I did. Right? right and like it it worked just like a charm yeah and again it came from you and and not me he gets <laughs> tried to imagine angry. you walking into the room being like okay team <laughs> yeah exactly because some people and i think maybe it's just coming from me maybe i'm coming well your on... mars isn't in cancer i'm sorry exactly right <laughs> i mean my mars is in pisces it's not like it's not super but my venus is in aries so i'm coming off very strong anyways uh, <clears throat> what are some memories you have of motivation? Like, it could be from childhood. It could be, mm. like, learning how to motivate yourself. It could be whatever, you mo- motivating someone else. One of my biggest memories when it comes specifically to motivation that it took that was, like, self-press uh-huh. or, like, when I finished French 1 uh-huh. in high school... My my guidance counselor, my French teacher, pulled me aside and they said, you're really excelling at this. We want you to condense one year of French into your summer vacation so that you can jump into AP French. Nice. And so I spent a summer self-teaching myself mm-hmm. a foreign language Yeah. with two textbooks. Yeah. And every day I had to read like 30 or 40 pages and like memorize vocabulary lists yeah and i was like 16 years old yeah and uh and first of all you have to learn how to learn yeah you know that's like one of the biggest things yeah you have to learn how you learn how you learn because everyone learns and i'm i was still young i was only 16 so not only was i learning a foreign language i was learning how i learned Mm -hmm. and just the amount of motivation that that took i would sit outside in the texas heat yeah. From like seven in the morning to like five in the afternoon. Yeah. Doing this. And uh, just even when I wanted to stop, I, w- I would stop. I would go get water. I would jump in the pool. We were rich then. Mm, and, okay. you know, so Love that I would ask you. the nanny to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the pool boy would come and 
the pool boy would come and ban me. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, that's what I think of, like, that that summer of my life. I feel like that's one of the biggest reasons why children and preteens don't get enough credit when they're doing their schoolwork. Because as adults, we feel like they should just be motivated to do... There are things, and if it's they're not, that, you know? they're not only trying to learn, they're learning how they learn. And if mm-hmm. someone's not there or they don't have the proper guidance or teachers to kind of unlock that for them, like, are you a visual learner? Do you do good with flashcards? Do you do well with, you know, kind of experimenting with certain things on your, like, you know, if you're also learning how you learn as well as trying to learn what they want you to learn. And I feel like... Maybe there's a parent out there that's listening to this and maybe has now just thought of that and went, oh, like, that's interesting. Didn't think about it that way. Um, Or maybe you did know that and maybe we just put it in different words for you. But I think even now, so much more prevalent with online learning and virtual learning and learning from home because maybe kids did know how they learned best and now they don't have have the ability to do it that way. Um, You know, so... Anyways, uh, one of my most, my I think I might have mentioned this a long time ago on the podcast, but one of my most, I, <laughs> so again, <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking about running. I'm just like exposing myself again. I fucking hate running. I've always hated running. I've hated it. I'm mostly because of my attention span. I just, I really struggle with running. For some reason, I do much better running on a treadmill because there's less things, less decisions that I need to make, less distractions for me to just keep going. Like I just hit go and I just move my body because the treadmill is going. Um, When I'm outside, I get really overstimulated. And so when we're in school, and this isn't a thing around the world, by the way, but it was in Michigan. Did you have to run the mile in sixth grade? Yes. Okay. We had to run the mile in sixth grade. If you're from somewhere where you didn't have to do this, you're fucking so lucky because this was not only hard. No, remember, we were talking about this. The U.S. government made almost every kid. Oh, that's kid, right. We did talk about this. Mo- made almost every kid do that to assess the health of the nation. Yeah. In, in the early 2000s. Oh my gosh, I can remember so vividly where, like, what we had to run. And I was so angry at our PE teacher. And this definitely is like, right now, as I'm saying it, opening up other things about the way I think about how people are managed or Mm -hmm. how bosses I have had. Um, If you are given a task to do and I... Like, I would be so much more motivated to run that mile if our PE teacher was running it with us. Mm -hmm. And whatever it was, it made me so angry and wanting to rebel at the fact that our PE teacher would blow that whistle and all of us kids had to go run that mile and he just sat there and watched us. Like, why he had to run the mile too, I don't know. But I just felt like I would have been so much more motivated by seeing someone lead us he didn't have to be in the front he just had to be doing it with us and that actually draws big parallels to the way that i think about how management works or the people Mm -hmm. that i work for in whatever job i've had if i see someone that's like just barking orders i think as millennials a lot of us feel that way we want to see the people that are leading us on the front lines yes or if not doing the same amount of work i need to know that you are not just sitting giving commands and mm-hmm. not pulling the reins as well. Like we're, you know, 
Anyways. Collaborating. Yeah. Anyways, but I had a, to really, really, I struggled with my attention span and running, so I memorized Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. <laughs> Literally every emo girl out there is like, oh my god, me well, too. Well, we were, well, we were like reading and learning about it in class at the same time, mm-hmm. so it was just kind of like... It wasn't like I just randomly like picked a dusty book off of the library <laughs> shelf. I was just like listening you blew to MCR. The like, listen, I we we had been learning about it in like language arts or something like that, and I remember running like I can see the fence posts, like I can see like I can feel like the wet grass. It was so viscerally like it was so hard for me to do. Because I had to do it. Like, if I were just like, oh my god, I want to run a, run a mile right now, I could do it. But the fact that I was being forced to do it, that motivation and, like, having to find something to keep my mind focused on. Like, and if I would mess up a line, I would start over again. And I would keep going all the way through. And, like, saying that poem over and over and over again while running the mile in sixth grade is, like, one of the most vivid memories I have. Also, I wrote down that, like... I hated cleaning my room as a child, but I loved rearranging my room Mm -hmm. and like repainting my room. And we've also talked about that a little bit before. Like, because I was a clean freak fanatic about my room. Yeah, I not a Lego place. Not I was like called child protective services like there it was like hoarders yeah it was bad like all over and my mom like tried to get me to clean my room like it's not like they didn't like punish me i've tried to tell you how to do things (laughs) okay but like my uh my mindset on you know the cleanliness of my room is completely different now but what's the difference between feng shuiing or like like i would get in here and be like Instead of going like, oh my god, I should clean my room, I go, I should just rearrange everything. Mm-hmm. And then in turn, I would clean it. No? No. But Did I you told rearrange you- your room as a kid a lot or no? I told you before, I was actually not in control of my space as a child. Mm, okay. So I wasn't allowed to rearrange my room and I wasn't allowed to decorate it. Oh, sorry. My best friend Allison and I growing up, like we would hang out and like every other weekend we'd be like, what are we going to do? Well, I guess we could just rearrange the room or I guess we could like <laughs> repaint this wall and I'd be like, dad, can we repaint? Like, mm-hmm. mom. I think every parent would have their own reasons for that. Like, yeah. Uh, but in my household, it, we just didn't have that mm. autonomy. Yeah. You know? And, well, uh, that's, you were rich, so. Yeah. Rich my, people, my dad was like, whatever, put fucking holes in the walls. Yeah, I feel I like, care. yeah, rich people don't just like rearrange things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, that's the end of the podcast. I hope you're motivated. (laughs) Um, I wanted to leave another question for you all. And um, what's what's better than what makes you like motivated? What's something that we can ask them that is like related? Hmm. What stirs your loins? <laughs> you know what? I was going to bring this up in the podcast, so maybe this will be the question. And this is, I guess, only for people who work with tarot or who are learning tarot. This would be a really good um, mm. maybe like exercise to do. There is no right or wrong answer, but what are your top three tarot cards that you associate with the word motivation? Mm. It could be the lack of motivation. It could be like literally energy to motivate whatever it is dm us 
co- like find some way to Do like share. No, I don't want your answer. This is for them. We'll tell our answers and we'll go over it next week. Mm. If you share this podcast, maybe pick your top three tarot card picks that you associate for motivation. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We love you very much. You guys are amazing. You're so good and you're so productive. We love you. Bye. (laughs) What are you singing? I don't know. Okay, bye.